Oh, come on. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Joe's Vocal Baselines. Joe's Celebrating the, the Metallica Catalog. <laughs> this is episode 78. 78? 78 of The Premise is Ridiculous. We've been doing this for a while. So, approximately 77 episodes before this. What, what, did we start? We started this in 19, didn't we? Um, like it was like December. Yes, maybe. So this is this. So we're coming up on our couple months away from our three year anniversary. Yeah, something like that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Your hair is very pointy today. Hockey today. Yeah, it's very <laughs> hockey today. <laughs> hockey. All Not right. as much foe as, as it is hawk. No, it's yeah, it's mo. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mo the foe hawk. <laughs> hey, um, so before we go anywhere, uh, how would you like people to rate and review this podcast, Joe? I would encourage them to do it electronically, mm-hmm. as well as talking to their friends and family and foes. Foes and fiends. Fo- foes and fiends and friends and family. Wow. And fishes. <laughs> I'm trying to think of one more F word. You can say, yeah, I'm glad you picked Not fishes. that one. <laughs> yeah. You can actually, the fishes is acceptable if you're talking about multiple species of fish. fish I thought the plural, plural was fish eye. Yeah, okay. Got it. I have an article no, I would, from... I would like them just to chat about it. They could email us okay. at thepremisesridiculous at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. They can tweet at us. Mm-hmm. They can like us on any podcast platform that you would like to use. Right. And honestly, it would be nice if you just liked us. Like yeah. You, we, even if we don't know. Yeah, that'd it's be cool. It's just encouraging to know that people out there like us. Yeah, we kind of want to take, you know... The number one spot on Spotify wouldn't be that big a deal for no, us, no. but it'd be cool to do. Right. <laughs> uh, so we have an article from March of 2022. Here's a headline for you. Is that, a, is that okay? Just keep the, the headline? Yeah. March of 2022. Yeah. So it's only like 120 degrees down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so because we've had a lot of instances where people are misusing the 911 system. Yes. And this is another example of that. Yes. Florida man asks police to test meth for authenticity. How's that a misuse of the 911 system? A Florida man was arrested after he called police and asked them to test his methamphetamine's authenticity. He called 911 and asked them that? <laughs> Thomas of Spring Hill called the Hernando County Sheriff's Office on Thursday, again, this is in March, asking for officers to test meth he had recently purchased. The Hernando County Sheriff's Office said on their Facebook page. He told officers that he was, quote, an experienced drug user. I would imagine. And believed he had been sold bath salts instead of meth, authorities said. They said he told police he, quote, knew what it should feel like and that the substance wasn't producing the desired effect. I mean, that brings up an interesting point. Okay. If you're buying any any sort of illegal product, whether it's a narcotic or whatever. Okay. If you have an issue, what's like the customer service like? Where's the quality control? Where's the quality control? And how do I, do I have a receipt? And you and I have obviously never procured narcotics. No. But yeah, like if if I'm dissatisfied with my experience, do I have 30 days to return it? Yeah. Do I just, you give them like a lower Yelp rating? That's it. Is there there an app for drug dealing? I would have to imagine there probably is actually. Melp. Melp. It's it's like. Delp. It's like meth Yelp. Meth, Meth. Meth Yelp. Meth help. My my help. <laughs> my Sharona. <laughs> so Thomas said speaking of baselines. He wanted he wanted the police <laughs> to test the meth so others wouldn't buy fake meth very, from the person to sold it to. Very nice. It's of like him. the Robin Hood of He's meth. a community service. 
Um, the officers did test the substance and found that it was, in fact, meth. Nice. Uh, they arrested I him. He was experienced. <laughs> they, the, the officers arrested him, took him to the hospital for medical evaluation before they took him to the Hernando County Detention Center. He was held. On, he is held or was held on a seven thousand dollar bond and charges of possession of methamphetamine, possession of drug paraphernalia. He wasn't immediately clear whether he had retained. It wasn't. Excuse me. Immediately clear if he had retained the lawyer and he couldn't immediately be reached for a comment. Do you do you think he was like high when he called them? Maybe. Gosh, I hope so. I hope so. The sheriff's office. Sorry. This is how we're going to close it out. Said, uh, quote, that it or said, if a person has, quote, doubts about the authenticity, authenticity of any illegal narcotics you have hand on, you have on hand or have obtained from another person, the Hernando County Sheriff's Office is pleased to provide this service free of charge. <laughs> That's hilarious. Right? How great is that? We will come and let you know if it's real. We, and if it is, you're out. And if it's not, you're out for trying to buy it. <laughs> right. Right. That's so nice of them. That is very nice of them. I like that. That is very cool. Yeah, I didn't realize that, like, I mean, with all the things that they have to do, all the things on their plate, they have time to test people's drugs. That's so nice of them. You know? Mm -hmm. I wonder if it works for all the drugs. Like, what if I don't feel like my insulin's working real well? Like, come and check my diabetes medicine? Maybe. Yeah, they might. You know? Yeah. Like, is this Tylenol? (laughs) Or is this crack? I can't. I I take so much of both, I can't tell the difference. I can't. Is this Epsom salt or (laughs) fat salt? Yeah. Or is it just table salt? Or is it just table salt? <laughs> is it kosher? Is it Himalayan? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. All right. I, we're going to do something that's a little out of the norm. Mm-hmm. We're just going to like... I mean, I guess it kind of harkens back to some of the earlier episodes where we talk about movies and, you know, just give our theories on stuff. Yeah, like weirdo conspiracy theories yeah, and stuff. Yeah, so mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago you sent me this thing from Pinterest and I have it on my phone. Do you want me to like read, read it or do you want me to just describe the scenario? Or what do you think the best way to approach this is? Uh, I would go ahead. Just I think read the the overall scenario, and then okay. we can read the the um, the points, the data, yeah, the, the, yeah, the evidence that, here, that they so. have. Okay, and then we can like kind of go, just rip it up. You just see what our thoughts are like, mm-hmm. beyond that. Like sure. what this means. Okay. okay, so you sent this to me a couple weeks ago. The the theory is that Bruce Wayne, who is Batman, as all of our listeners know, and we know John and I being comic book lovers. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce Wayne is actually a patient of the Arkham Asylum the entire time, and him being back Batman is just a delusion that he has. And Arkham Asylum, just for those people less um, interested, less <laughs> less knowledgeable, Arkham Asylum is is like the warehouse, almost the the asylum where uh, Batman's villains tend to go. Yeah, it's they, like the they, insane, like the criminally insane jail. Basically. Right. They can't. Yeah, they can't go to normal jail, so they all end up, which yeah. seems like a really bad idea. It does seem like a bad idea, you considering know, the Joker's escaped from there seven billion times. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes in like his cell just has a revolving door. Yeah, he just, just goes and walks out, and Batman's like, "Ah, got me again." <sighs> um. So the the theory again is that Bruce Wayne is actually a patient of Arkham Asylum, right? And he's having this delusion that he's Batman trying to save the city, right. and then it kind of populates a little bit of the the staff, if you will, or the the surrounding cast, mm-hmm. saying that Poison Ivy, who's one of his villains, has uh, like plant powers and you know uses pheromones and stuff to change your mind, right? Is a nurse who sedates him when he gets out of control, like actually a nurse. That lines <laughs> up. Yeah, that feels right. Perfectly. Mm-hmm. With her again, like you said, like uses plant pheromones and other chemicals to to, to cause Batman and, and, and other people to hallucinate and think things that aren't really mm-hmm. there. 
Yeah, she's not like, you know, she, as you know, she's not like, oh, I'm going to use these vines out of the ground to tie you up and hold you down. Like she like uses all that stuff to take over your mind. Like one of the her most dangerous things she ever did was she mind controlled Superman and he was just wrecking stuff. Yeah. Until Batman dropped Lois Lane off a building. And he had to decide whether he was going to keep fighting Batman or save Lois Lane. Dang. Because Batman don't play. <laughs> <laughs> but that was able to break the mind control. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Well, this, and this, again, if you put this, if you take the, the perspective, you take the opinion of, like, this is a person who, like, what would they think Poison Ivy, you know, they yeah. would, like, take a little bit of reality with the chemicals and, and injections and things like that, but then twist it into... And if he is a patient... You know, he could be seeing the other patients there as her other potential victims, and he's trying Absolutely. to stop her. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Um, so then the next one they have is Two Face, mm-hmm. which this is a cool one. He's an abusive orderly. I this on the way. <laughs> <laughs> My watch just started talking to us. You punched it. <laughs> the third member of our podcast. The third member of our podcast. <laughs> Finally making her debut in episode 78. <laughs> Two Face is an abusive orderly who acts nice when the doctors are around and then beats up the patients when their backs are turned. That's very cool. That is very cool. And Two-Face was Harvey Dent who yeah. had... He was like the white knight of Gotham, you know, mm-hmm. district attorney. Right, and then go ahead. Oh, no, I just to say, just then he got like, you know, damaged in some sort of chemical explosion or, right. or like his face half melted off and it kind of like snapped his psyche. So where he was half good, half bad and would flip a coin to decide what he was going to do. Right. So you this know? idea that like... He's nice around some people, but like yeah. hiding his true identity and like that he can flip between yeah. the good and the evil is, is frightening. Yeah, and then same thing with like superheroes having a secret identity. It makes you question which one is their secret identity and which is his real identity. Right. You know, is he really bad and occasionally good or is he good and occasionally, occasionally bad? bad. Um, the Riddler is a therapist who asks him questions that he, that Batman, Bruce Wayne, has a hard time answering. Yeah, That's like really a, neat. yeah, like a psychotherapist. Yeah. He's, he's the one sitting down talking about feelings and stuff. Yeah, because the Riddler was always like a cerebral villain. You know and I mean? always asking questions and posing oh, yeah. these riddles. And, and someone who is mentally unwell would see these riddles as personal attacks. Yeah, as like torture almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, the Mad Hatter is not, not a as well-known uh, villain in the, in the ethos, if you will, but um, is a hypnotherapist who Bruce is convinced is trying to brainwash him. Which the Mad Hatter was a brainwash guy, and yeah, I don't you know, know much about the Mad Hatter. Yeah, he he had like this, he had like this. He was like a technology based thing where if he put like a chip on your head or something like that, you became like one of like a henchman kind of thing. Like a potato chip. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was like a Lay's barbecue, and it had to be very specific. Yeah. Which I used, to, I could crush those. Right. Dave Hodge and I used to have contests. How many we could fit in our mouth at once? And what was your record? The bag. <laughs> 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 the bag slash regret. Uh-huh. But no, I could see Batman thinking that the Mad Hatter, you know, is someone who's trying to brainwash, like completely change how he thinks. Right. You know, whereas like the Riddler's just screwing with you for the sake of screwing with you. Right. The Mad Hatter's trying to completely change you. Like, yeah. You know. And so then, of course, we get to the top two in the Batman. This, to me. This is very cool. Is the coup de grace. Yeah. Like, this really not, hits this theory home for me. Yeah. So, Dr. Joe, J-O-E, Carr is his name, Joe mm-hmm. Carr, mm-hmm. and his assistant, Dr. Harleen Quinzel, which was actually her name before she turned, see Bruce as their top patient, both desperately trying to bring the man back to sanity, and Batman will fight with all he has to protect Gotham from the Joker and Harley Quinn, which is cool. 
Which is really cool. So that he has manifested that they are something else. Yeah. So then it leads me... I had I had a couple questions then when I saw this. Okay. Okay. I had questions like, what, do you, what would have caused this? If this is real... Yeah, that was my first thing. What would have caused this? So what did you... What, well, I was trying with? to... Well, I, 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 I had a what I thought was a good thought. I get, Does that make sense? I thought was a thought. Yeah. Um, but then actually when we were talking about Arkham at the beginning, it made me think of something else because like... Arkham is criminally insane, which means Bruce Wayne, if he's committed there, he had to have committed a crime. True. You know, so I, and I hadn't, so I hadn't thought about that. I was trying to think because obviously the defining moment for Bruce Wayne, Batman's backstory is the death of his parents mm-hmm. in front of him, caused by just a random thug in the street, right? A random crime, right? So I was trying to think of like how you know, like in my mind, for this Bruce Wayne, his parents are still dead. They they died tragically, but I wonder if. Bruce, like, maybe accidentally killed them out of some sort of negligence, and that caused this psychotic break where he just built this whole delusion to not, to actually be protecting people from someone that was like him at one point. You know, go ahead. I had, no, I, my, my brain went, like, full-on, like, fleshed-out scenario. Oh, okay. So, like, I agree with you that, like, if he's criminally insane, he has to have um, some kind of reason to be you know, and not just in asylum, not just in a hospital, but like a one for criminals. Mm-hmm. So, like, I had this idea where it's around it's Halloween in the in the in the Wayne Mansion and everything like that, and Bruce excited about Halloween, excited about his costume, dresses up. Oh, there you go. Dresses up as a bat, uh-huh. and scares the pants off of his mother so much so that she maybe oh, like falls off a balcony. Falls off. I literally in my notes have falls off a balcony. That's cool. And she dies, and so then, like, he is trying to, when he's like, I'm Batman, I'm Batman, he's trying to, like, tell the doctors, tell all the therapists that, like, it was me, like, I did, like, I am the Batman. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, and he's trying, like, does he own that Batman? Does he... Well, no, that makes sense, because he, in the comics, he takes on Batman because it's to frighten criminals. Right. You know, so if he caused a death by basically frightening someone. Right. Yeah. So then his father's still alive and. Yeah, so maybe he committed him. Yeah, he's the one who committed him. Because his father was a doctor, so that would make sense that he would say this is the safest place for him. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Well, then I had two more questions then. Mm -hmm. So, who, what is Gotham the actual city? Is Gotham that something that Batman has, again, that, that he has manifested in his mind that he's protecting? Uh, I would no. I would think that it was the actual city because I think he's trying to. I think he would be trying to populate his delusion with as much "quote unquote" reality as he could. That you would know, be you know easy I mean? if he was like a, if, if he was a kid when it happened. Yeah, like I would believe that Alfred was a real person. For mm-hmm. example, you know, like a really a real assistant to the family. Mm-hmm. I can believe that in his delusion now he's painted his father as dead because his his brain won't reconcile the fact that his father would put him here mm-hmm. you know what I mean so his father's just not just non-existent kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah I, I did find I thought it was interesting that a village in Nottinghamshire England the the word Gotham because I checked out like definitions and stuff like that and other associations and it is a village associated or I should say I don't know if it was named this or when when the village was around but it was a village in Nottinghamshire England that was associated in folklore with insanity. That's cool. My last question then is, 
and and this was a person left out in the Poison Ivy Two Face Riddler and all the people. Yeah, I was trying there. to think of the other. Like, I was thinking like Bane. What would Bane mean? And well, who is Robin? That's what I was actually just thinking as we were talking about that. I, I mean, if we're paint, if we're saying he's trying to paint as much reality as he possibly could, I would think Robin is someone that he knew, you know, before he scared his mother off the balcony. Like, was it a friend, like a neighborhood friend, a young, you know, a couple years younger or something like that, or? In my, in my head, this mm-hmm. is like, I went pretty dark when I Go thought of this. Yeah. What if Martha Wayne was pregnant with Robin? Ooh. And so he, in his delusion of being Batman... Robin's he, parents were dead too. Robin's parents were dead Bam, too. Bam! Nailed it! And he wants to protect Robin. Yeah, at all, like at all and costs. Like, yeah. Like from time Especially to time. Especially Dick Grayson, Robin. You know. right. it's, from yeah. time to time, older brothers want to protect their younger ones. Everyone's it right. doesn't really work in our relationship. But like. <laughs> Not with the punching and kicking. <laughs> Not with the backhanding. Yeah. The, the mad, mad 95 backhand. <laughs> no, that's really good. Yeah, that's, really that's, like that's that. the best I, I could do. That's the best I got. Because I was trying to, like you said, fill in some of the gaps. Because, like, Dr. Joe Carr was really inventive. The yeah. Riddler was really inventive. Yeah, and I was trying to think, the other two big villains for me, I was trying to think of um, Scarecrow, like how he could be involved. But he's very similar to a little bit of Poison Ivy, a little bit of Mad Hatter. Yes, yeah, you know? the two of them put together. Um, and then I was thinking of, of Bane. Like, to me, I was thinking of Bane more as the orderly type character that was... You know, smack it like the big bruiser, smacking right. other patients around and that kind of he's thing. He's like the one who holds you down while poison ivy sedates Sure, you. yeah, exactly. You know, so, he, yeah. he's the one that restrains people. And Bane, you know, Bane is the villain that caused the most traumatic event for Batman in the comic books when he broke his back. Right. Well, I should say that happened to Batman. Um, so, yeah, I was trying to think, like, if he's an orderly, was there, like, some big, you know, Batman got out of or Bruce Wayne got out of hand and, and Bane... I'd imagine he he's trying to escape, you know, yeah. because he has to go save the city. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, yeah, they had to restrain him. Maybe he did break some bones or something. Yeah. You know, like, not on purpose, but inadvertently because... Yeah, and, like, and, that, and that's actually neat because it's neat that you said that because in the night... And this is, like, sorry to go off the deep end. You're good. In the Nightfall um, comic book where the backbreaking happens, Bane releases a bunch of bad guys from Arkham Asylum and Batman has to spend, like, weeks all day and all night like basically rounding all these people up you know like Harley Quinn like Killer Croc Scarecrow Two-Face like all these people so then like three weeks into this thing Batman finally goes home and Bruce, and, and Bane had figured out that Bruce Wayne was Batman so he was in Wayne Manor and Batman literally walks in just want to catch some Z's yeah and Bane's there and they fight and he fights a very depleted Batman, Batman and that's yeah. when he's so it's like you know maybe he had had this bad event with all the other workers yeah. at the asylum yeah and then there was being the orderly to put in bed dang you will go to sleep or I will put you to sleep <laughs> you know oh, that's kind of yeah, yeah to think about that sleep that's mode cool. sleep mode that's mm-hmm. forced sleep mode mm-hmm. wow alright that was nice that was yeah. a deep dive that was neat yeah. yeah no thank you thank you yeah thank you thank, thank you um, thank you um, last episode Joe mm-hmm. we ended up like Huey Lewis is back in time Safely. Safely. We lived. We lived. Mm-hmm. But our adventure... There was no bloodshed. <laughs> no bloodshed. Our adventure in Stonehenge has come to a rather abrupt mm-hmm. end. So we have... Fitting. Abrupt and fitting end, considering our, our history. We have another box mm-hmm. of Choose Co. Adventures. Mm-hmm. Instead of the magic box... Give it to me. We have... 
I can read the word right now, but I want you to say it. The ninja box. The ninja box. <laughs> so we got four four books in there. You want to read the titles? Secret of the Ninja. I like that. Tattoo of Death. Favorite. Return of the Ninja. The Lost Ninja. Ooh. All right. And one side of the box has appears to be like a samurai warrior, but like the James Bond version of a samurai warrior because he's got like the metal teeth in his mouth. <laughs> the James Bond version. And then another one where two people seem to be... That looks like karate champ. Karate champing, <laughs> but like they're on top of a flower. So I don't know if the flower oh. is gigantic or if they're really small and it's a normal size flower. Maybe that's the flowers that Tet... Two and they're someone's gonna die on many people are gonna die on the tattoo. I don't know. So we are <laughs> gonna do our best. We are going to make the decisions. We're gonna make the chooses. We're gonna choose the cos. We're gonna choose the cos. We're mm-hmm. gonna let the dice decide which book we do. Mm-hmm. But we are gonna choose the cos. Mm-hmm. So go, we'll, we'll so do, we've got yeah one two three four. We'll do that. Well, we'll do them in the order in which I read them. Okay. So the secret of the ninjas one. Lost ninjas four. And I've got a four sided die. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. And we're hoping for a two. <laughs> Please. Four out of four. The Lost. That was my second choice. Lost Ninja. Here we go. Maybe. Okay. So the cover of the book. Oh my. It looks like he's in San Francisco. He or she, I should say. There's a hell <laughs> Oh, there's the Golden Gate Bridge. There's a Golden Gate Bridge. This ninja appears to be hanging from a rope, which is on a building, but then I, there there's are. ninja stars. There's two ninja stars, but we. it looks like they're traveling. In the direction flying at him. of the ninja, not away from the ninja. And there's also some kind of helicopter. He's so high, he's above a helicopter. Yes. Here we go. Oh, man. Choose from 14 and Do you think we get to be the ninja? I hope we get to be the ninja. <laughs> oh, there's a special note on the ninja. The ancient art of ninjutsu. Skip. <laughs> we, like, we don't know all about that. Right. Okay. <laughs> we watched Teenage Ninja Turtles. <laughs> you throw down your phone in frustration. You still can't get through to Japan. It's the third time you've tried to call your friend Nada, but the call won't go through. She hasn't replied to your emails and hasn't answered her cell phone or your text messages. You thought you might reach her on the landline, but your last resort failed as well. well that's the problem. You try a landline. Yeah. Who, who? She probably didn't have one. Or he, she thinks you're a teleworker. Yeah. Or she, yeah, she forgot she has one and doesn't have a phone hooked up to it. You're at your family's house in Oakland, California, after living in Japan for almost two years. Originally, you went to study karate. It's it's a towel size, so I feel like I have to say. Oh no, yeah, you got it. To study karate mm-hmm. and Japanese it culture. Better second time. <laughs> Got it in two. But everything changed very quickly when you met... Oh, gosh, I'm going to butcher this name. Nada Kuriyama. Kuriyama. That's not bad. That doesn't sound bad. Kuriyama. She introduced you to a new discipline called Aikido at her family dojo. Mm. It did not take long for the two of you to become fast friends. Along the way, you discovered... (laughs) Along the way, you discovered a stunning secret about Kuriyama. They are a ninja family going back... Hundreds of years. Yeah, they are. Nada has given up ninja. Not a ninja. <laughs> Not anymore. Cut print. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Running. That's the headline. <laughs> Not a ninja. Nada had given up ninjutsu for a time because she feared its power. But when her family was threatened by a mysterious sword sent to the dojo, she started practicing again. Mysterious sword? 
sword. Okay. So, like, was this mysterious sword just randomly just shows, shows up. up? Was it a talking sword that threatened you? I don't know. Maybe it was like, maybe the UPS guy was just like, just, it wasn't very friendly. Yeah. You got to sign for the sword. I should probably practice my ninja skills. Eventually, Nada took over the family dojo and you became an instructor. This was all in, oh, oh two, two years. years? Wow. You became, you didn't know, you're instructing at Keto in a foreign land and you didn't know anything about it? In two years? You're a natural. <laughs> Quick study. It was an exciting job, but you were relieved in some ways to be back home. Wow, we are. We got some. We got some, some exposition. Exposition. <laughs> oh my, we are still. That's what happened last time. Look I just had at a... this. Yeah, we'll have to just cut it. All right. You're now enrolled in a dojo in the section of San Francisco known as Nihonmachi, or Japantown. This afternoon, as usual, you'd taken the BART train. <laughs> BART is all in capital letters. That's a real thing. Is it Bay Area? Regional transport. <laughs> Are all the trains like different versions of BART Simpson or yes. something like that? Yes. The BART the train. The biggest one is Bartman, of course. <laughs> the Bartman train to the dojo the for Aikido instruction. You come every day so you don't lose your edge, but it's hard. There are so many distractions back in American life. After class, you lingered in Japantown, savoring the flavor of the surroundings. You almost felt like you were back in Japan. You went into the haiku tea room for a cup of green tea. You smiled as the tea was prepared in the traditional way, stirred with a bamboo whisk until it foamed. Dude, this man, it's, it was two years. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, like you, what is he? What is he? Come on. Come on. Your smile dropped when a familiar person entered the tea room. It was Sato. Saito? S-A-I-T. The bad guy from Karate Kid 2? Yes. I hope so. S-A-I-T-O. Miyagi. It's S-A-I-T-O. Is that how you spell it? Sato? Sato. We're going to say Sato. You. I love a Sato voice. <laughs> that was such a good one. <laughs> it was Sato from your Aikido class. As he approached, the hairs stood up on the back of your neck. You were sure that prior to class, you've never met him before. Yet he looked so familiar, it was eerie. Unconsciously, you could have been avoiding him. Don't they mean subconsciously? Yeah. Unconsciously? Like, I've yeah. been avoiding him while I've been sleeping? While I was sleeping, you're doing your best to hide. From a guy that you just met a half hour ago. No, I met him when we started my Aikido class. Yeah. Oh, I thought the Aikido class you just finished. Oh, no, no, no. I think just Aikido in general. Sato sat beside you without asking, without a word of greeting. This did not surprise you. You'd noticed in class that he is very aggressive. He seems to take too much pleasure in putting an opponent on the mat. This is not your style at all. You, yours is more garden casual. Yeah, yeah. Garden casual. Yeah, like nice like khaki shorts, maybe a button down. <laughs> you prefer to think of sparring <laughs> as kind of a dance where aggression is just one of the steps. Get <laughs> That sentence writes itself. Oh my gosh. You see yourself. Is this by Edgar Allan Poe? You see. No, it's by Jay Liebold. <laughs> you see yourself and your opponent as part of the same flow of energy. You can turn a hit. Into a gift, the sensei your master teacher likes to say. But Sato seems to enjoy aggression for its own sake. He seems to have something to prove. So it's, 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 it's Star Wars? 
basically, right? Light side, dark should, side. I think we, that we should stop there. That's fine. That, that's a problem. But we're basically setting up Star Wars, right? In Japantown. In Japantown. On the Bartman train. On the Bartman train. <laughs> Joe, this day in history, in 1921, mm-hmm. so more than 100 years ago, Fatty Arbuckle yep. was arrested for murder. Oh, he was a gangster, wasn't he? He was a silent film star, and this was at oh. the height of his fame. Who'd he kill? So imagine, like, like Beyonce, right now, getting arrested for murder. I wonder who would he kill? He, he was... He was Arrested for the murder of Virginia uh, Rapp. So he was throwing a party with some of his boys. I wonder if they had music at the party because it's like a silent film star. Was everything quiet? Yeah. I mean, was it ninja themed because it was quiet? Not to get back on like run the same joke, but like. No, no yeah. I mean, it was a silent film era. There it was, was like, no a, like, a, like a mine like That's what it was a mine party. party. Yeah, it was a mine, mine party. party. Mm-hmm. So uh, she. Arbuckle loves a mine. She got, she got sick. At the party, and then died a little bit later. He was accused of her murder. He was later acquitted. There were two mistrials, and he was acquitted, but it completely ruined his career. Uh, the prosecution was actually, um, I don't know, charged or, 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 or whatever. I don't know how they, like they, they get in trouble for intimidating witnesses to try and put Fatty away. Why? Why? I don't Maybe because Fatty's real name was Roscoe Conkling Arbuckle. That's not trustworthy. Maybe that's why I went by Sounds fatty. like Dusty's dad. That's what his name probably was. <laughs> Maybe that's why I went by Fatty. Because <laughs> it's better than Roscoe Conklin. Conklin. C- Arbuckle. C-O-N-K. There's a lot of K's in that. Right? Conklin. <laughs> and like K's and C's all over the place. Man, it's like the like Waluigi of names. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, that's good stuff. You want a final thoughts? Um, I, can I throw? I, I yeah, no, just, please, please. I was gonna do something ninja esque, but go ahead. Oh no, I don't understand why this is not related to anything. I don't understand why we're related, though. It's true. Two ply toilet paper is where we stopped as a society. Like I imagine, we tried the one ply for a while and it wasn't working. So like mm-hmm. somebody, Thomas Edison, I'm assuming, yeah, invented two ply, and then we just stopped. I would have to say that that was for sanitation purposes so the pipes didn't get clogged. Well, we just make bigger pipes. Or we didn't try, like, racing stripes. We didn't try anything cool. We couldn't you put could, a... You could race some stripes. Put, like, paper. a spoiler on it or something. A spoiler like, on it. I don't Put a spoiler on, like, the toilet paper holder so it comes out really fast. Really fast? You know what I mean? Yeah, so no, that makes perfect sense. Speed holes or something? Speed holes. <laughs>